two, one. People of the world, hello and welcome to Marketing as a Foreign Language, episode 105. The big news, tech CEOs to testify after the election. How convenient. Facebook spying on Messenger. Well, you might want to check out Signal. Facebook cloud gaming. Ooh, could Facebook make millions of dollars in gaming? Billions, who knows? Kid influencers peddling junk food. Ryan's world, anyone? Quibi dies. Dun, 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 dun. YouTube shorts. Anything like TikTok? Should you know about them? They're not YouTube pants. Get it? FB, Facebook oversight board. Here's cases in case you've had a Facebook post. Go bye-bye. Now you can try to fight back. Show starts now. Does it feel like a live show to you? Because it is 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Join us. Marketing is a foreign language. Punch it into YouTube and voila. Here you are. Tech CEOs to testify after election. This from the New York Post. Quote, tech bosses are coming to Washington after the election. The CEOs of Facebook and Twitter have agreed to appear before the Senate Judiciary Committee to answer questions about why the New York Post's bombshell reporting into Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings were censored or suppressed on their websites. The New York Post official Twitter account has been suspended since the story broke on October 14th. Facebook brass said they would limit the visibility of the piece as well. So, Facebook and Twitter, much like Fox News, NBC, MSNBC, all these sorts of giant institutions are beginning to lean, you could say, in a certain political direction. So, what's the plan? Uh, is there any sort of uh, more conservative social media platform? You're gonna have to tell me if you know about one, because I certainly don't. And so the whole Facebook free speech hurrah that was uh, part and parcel of their initial founding uh, no longer seems to be the case. Same is true of Twitter. This sort of free speech trumps all else argument um, tends to, much like as we get older in life, uh, kind of dissipate and we realize that, you know, rules and regulations are somewhat important and we need to have some sort of um, ethical standard. Now, that being said, uh, Facebook um, and Twitter in hot water this entire October, to me, has been absolutely insane. Now, the laptop um, that was found uh, with Hunter Biden, I want more information. I really do. And I think we're going to get that information, but it is interesting that we're probably not going to get it before voting starts, which is going to be happening in a very short period of time. Many folks have already early voted here in the United States. So if it's found that Facebook and Twitter made mistakes, Jack Dorsey himself apologized. Let's remember not once, but on multiple occasions, at least twice, um, talking about how he should simply have not censored uh, the tweet uh, from the New York Post. And then, of course, McEnany's uh, Twitter, the um, press secretary, I want to say, uh, her Twitter uh, was shut down for retweeting. Now, if it turns out that this whole Hunter Biden laptop issue uh, is disingenuous, if that is in fact the case, it will be somewhat uh, of a redemption for Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but that being said, uh, to simply silence voices 
um, for a private company feels like something that they should be able to do because they're a private company. But how interesting that Facebook and Twitter, given their massive size, no longer feel like private entities. They're beginning to feel like government entities. When I was trying to promote this show, the very fact that I mentioned government, uh, the word Trump, president, etc., flags me as being a political show and they require identification. I felt like I was at the DMV. So uh, I think it's fair to say that Twitter and Facebook have a left lean to them. Um, and this censorship is, uh, is sort of a clear piece of evidence to that effect. Um, it is interesting to me that I don't, or at least you can tell me, uh, there is no conservative social media platform as far as I can tell. Um, and so what is the uh, net effect of all of this? Well, I think the net effect is a lot of folks on the right are quite upset about this. And it's interesting to me that folks on the left are saying fake news when it comes to this Hunter Biden uh, laptop issue. Now, how does this affect businesses and marketing? Well, uh, censorship is a big deal. And whether there's a mass exodus from Facebook and Twitter because people feel as though they're not behaving properly um, is an issue. Now, they've managed to stay relatively apolitical in the past, but I do feel that we're starting to see a slant to the left. If you're on the left, you go, great. They're doing a great job. If you're on the right, you're saying, I'm out of here. So that affects everyone. Facebook spies on Messenger. If you're one of the billion plus people using Facebook Messenger, then you'd be well advised to switch to an alternative according to Forbes.com. All links to all articles that we cover are right here on the video itself and in the description. Unlike its Facebook stablemate WhatsApp, Messenger is missing the critical security required to protect your content from prying eyes. Everything you send on Messenger passes through Facebook servers to which it has access. We know Facebook, quote, spies on this content to make sure you're following its rules. Well, a new security report claims it also downloads your private content to its servers without any warning. A friend of mine, a PhD in computer science, uh, said to me, hey, guess what? We're not gonna use Facebook Messenger anymore. It is uh, a brazen uh, attack on our privacy. It's ridiculous the amount of data they're storing. Um, I want to say there was an article I saw about how what you say on Messenger can affect your ad preferences. And why wouldn't it? Um, let's say that's true. Suppose that if you're talking about a Lamborghini in Messenger to a friend and you start seeing Lamborghini ads, um, is it that all that surprising? Not really. It's very easy for Facebook to aggregate this sort of data. Now there's a Messenger app called Signal that me and my friends use uh, simply because we don't want Big Brother looking over our shoulder, nor do I want my ads on Facebook to be reflective of my conversations in Messenger. However, Messenger is very convenient. So is it true that Facebook is spying on Messenger? Well, yeah, it appears as though they are aggregating said data to use to line their pockets. And I can't blame them as a business owner, but as a customer, you can certainly find an alternative. There are many options, Signal being one of them. Geez, indeed, Esther Sass in chat. Facebook Cloud Gaming this from TheVerge.com. Facebook is the latest tech giant to get into the world of cloud gaming. But the company is offering is quite a bit different than the competition, unlike Amazon or Google, which both offer standalone cloud gaming services for a fee. Facebook is introducing cloud games to its existing app, several of which are playable right now. As I've mentioned before on the show, my wife is a video game recruiter. 
So she recruits the engineers, the artists, the designers that make video games. And as you may have guessed, it has been a booming industry since the pandemic has swept globally, which is to say that a lot of folks are spending a lot of time playing video games and the prices aren't going down, folks. Back to the article, we're doing free-to-play games. We're doing games that are latency tolerant, at least to start, says James, excuse me, Jason Rubin, Facebook's vice president of play. We are not promising 4K 60 FPS frames per second. So you pay us $6.99 per month. We're not trying to get you to buy a piece of hardware like a controller. So Facebook shooting... Uh, over the bow, if you will, of the gaming world saying, hey, look, you don't have to make any additional investments. Just give us $7 a month and we'll give you a host of games that you can play. According to Ruben, the reason Facebook is exploring the cloud is because it opens up the types of games it can offer. The company started out in games more than a decade ago with Flash-based hits like Farmville before moving to HTML5 for its instant games platform. So Facebook getting into gaming, obviously a play for them to make a bit more money. Uh, will it be the next big thing? I have serious doubts. Will they be able to get you playing with your friends more easily? Perhaps. And this is one of, I would uh, argue, the main benefits of Facebook Cloud Gaming would be that uh, you could quickly find folks to play with that you know because they know who your friends are and it is a comprehensive list. So... Kidfluencers peddling junk food. This one from the New York Times, nytimes.com. Parents beware, many YouTube channels that are widely popular with young children are targeting them with thinly veiled ads for sugary beverages and junk food. Not surprising. That's the conclusion of a new study published on Monday in the Journal of Pediatrics. The authors of the study analyzed over 400 YouTube videos featuring so-called kid influencers. Ryan's world uh, would be my kid's uh, influencer of choice. Children with large social media followings who star in videos that show them excitedly reviewing toys, unwrapping presents, and playing games. The study found that videos in this genre, which attract millions of young followers and rack up billions of views, were awash in endorsements and product placements for brands like McDonald's, Carl's Jr., Hershey's, Chuck E. Cheese, and Taco Bell. Now, as a parent, uh, it is ultimately your responsibility to put food into the face of your children. Now, to the extent that you're allowing the brainwashing uh, to occur is, you know, uh, probably equal to the amount of screen time you give your kids unmonitored. Now, I uh, let, you know, me, I should say, and my wife, uh, let our kids enjoy YouTube. You know, we have YouTube Premium. Um, it's ad-free, which I think is a, a little bit better, so they're not being totally hit every five seconds with ads. Um, but to pretend that that doesn't mean that they're seeing product placement constantly is of course um, not true. So literally my daughter will come up to me sometimes and she'll say, Dada, uh, well, this was a while back. She's older now. Now she'd be like, Dad, uh, did you know that the Ryan's World Egg is available at Walmart and walmart.com? And of course I have to understand that, you know, to a certain extent she is being, well, not to a certain extent, to a great extent she's being marketed to and they are influencing her buying behavior um, they're giving kids language so that they will ask their parents in a certain way, ask your parents to dot, 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 dot. Um, and so from the private company entrepreneurial perspective, yes, of course, why wouldn't you do this as a company? It makes perfect sense to influence their market, um, and to get kids to buy your products. That's why you have a company. 
And let's not forget that sometimes, you know, the companies are selling fun and cool toys. So that's one thing. Now, when it comes to, <coughs> excuse me, that's how you know we're live, killing them slowly through um, developing habits of high cholesterol uh, related food, cheese, and other unnecessary uh, items. Well, then individual responsibility comes in. So if the kids desperately want to go to McDonald's uh, and you say no, well, they're not going to McDonald's. Now, when they get to um, an old enough age, will they have no willpower and succumb to the vices of uh, horrific food intake and die at age 48 of a heart attack? Well, there's a lot of factors that go into that. And the ultimate responsibility, I do not lay on the hands of influencers and YouTube. Uh, I lay it um, at the feet, rather, of um, parents and the kids themselves. Do you teach your kids critical thinking? Do you teach your kids about marketing? Do you tell them that the reason why they are being inundated with ads is because people are trying to make money from them and marketing does not many, many times have the best interest of the consumer in mind? Now, um, the argument that if people didn't purchase it, they would go away is true. So McDonald's over many, many years has provided a service that people obviously want and they're voting with their dollars. And so here they are continuing to market um, to children. Um, but individual responsibility is a very key uh, point um, to this. Um, I don't think it's McDonald's. It's up to McDonald's to have our kids eat salads. I think that's up to parents. Quibi dies. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Esther Sass writes in chat, do these children have parents? Exactly. Uh, they do. Quibi, uh, the, uh, you know, short form video experiment dies a horrible death. Uh, this from TechCrunch.com. Uh, what's left now is to offer a profound apology for disappointing you and ultimately for letting you down, according to Jeffrey Katzenberg and Meg Whitman. Closing out an open letter they posted to Medium. We cannot thank you enough uh, for being there with us and for us every step of the way. With that, the founding executives confirmed the rumors and put Quibi to bed. Good night. A little more than six months after launching the service. Ouch. A month ahead of its commercial launch, Quibi announced that it had raised another $750 million. Imagine having invested that much money in the next big thing. Of course, you're sitting in the room. It's a gorgeous boardroom. you got all these super intelligent, well-spoken, charismatic people. It's going to be the next big thing. It's going to be bigger than Netflix. Give me $500,000. And people forked over. The second round of funding brought the yet-to-launch streaming services funding to $1.75 billion, roughly the same as the gross domestic product of Belize, give or take $100 million. So I'm feeling that sort of dot-com bubble bursting vibe right now. I don't know if you are, but uh, this sort of nonsense is exactly what we saw back when you know, websites were valued at ridiculous prices just because they had a dot-com in their name. This is, I don't know. It's a little bit one of the horses of the apocalypse. I think it's named Quibi in 2020. I am not surprised. Do you like seven-minute content that isn't YouTube content? Still seven-minute shows? No, thanks. YouTube Shorts. This from Social Media Today. Dot com. YouTube is working on the next iteration of Shorts. It's TikTok-like short video feed. Oh, yeah. Quibi's also not only fighting against YouTube, YouTube Premium, Snapchat, and TikTok, and Netflix. Yeah, forget it. YouTube's working on this next iteration. It's like TikTok-like short video feed with a new icon. 
hooray. You can see the new shorts icon beneath the main YouTube logo. Uh, they're short clips. The icon was spotted in testing by Android researchers. So if you've never heard of YouTube shorts, well, you're not alone. Neither have I. But now at least it's on your radar. And last but not least, Facebook Oversight Board Hears Cases. So the coming Oversight Board, this from socialmediatoday.com, has been Facebook's go-to referral point when discussing its response to various controversial cases. Should Facebook have added warnings to comments posted by Trump in regards to Black Lives Matter protests? The Oversight Board will provide additional guidance in such cases. Should Facebook take more action on anti-vax and anti-science posts? The Oversight Board, Oversight Board can assist, apparently. Now it's finally here. After a year and a half of development, Facebook has today announced that its independent content oversight board will begin hearing its first cases this week. Now you gotta love that. Here Facebook rolls in and they're, they're saying, oh no, 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 no. Not my fault. It's not on me. I didn't do it. Don't hate me. It's the independent content oversight board that made the decision. To me, it sounds like couples therapy where you've got the couple sitting there and both are trying to get the therapist to take their side. And uh, the therapist makes some sort of innocuous uh, comment that one person thinks is on the one person's side. And they say, ah, see? So this is like the uh, complete deferring of responsibility is what it feels like to me. Uh, Facebook has the responsibility. They make the choices. Does an independent content oversight board help? It helps put the blame on the independent oversight board. Um, and so I think Facebook is just trying to create more and more shields, more and more public relations shields between its decisions uh, and the public sentiment as explained by Facebook. Starting today, if your content is removed from Facebook or Instagram and you have exhausted your appeals with Facebook, you'll be able to appeal your case to the oversight board, a global body of experts separate from Facebook that will make independent and binding decisions on the cases they choose to hear. Facebook's like, look, we are rolling in money. We have so much money that we don't even need autonomy over our own company, which is to say, if we choose to send a case to you, we don't even care how they rule. It doesn't even matter to us. What matters to us is that you keep going on Facebook and we keep making a ludicrous sum of money. Um, so how about you go talk to the oversight board, tell us what they say, because you know what? We don't care. That is what I am reading between the lines on this particular article. Hoy. So let's summarize, shall we? Tech CEOs to testify after the election. Oh, yeah, that's pretty, pretty uh, convenient timing, I would say. Um, anything anyone does at this point um, is, is uh, said it's purported to have a major effect on the election there's uh the october surprises uh left and right as far as i can tell personally i'm ready for this thing to be over but it's not going to be over on november 3rd we're gonna have to wait facebook spies on messenger yeah of course they do they're going to aggregate as much data as they possibly can why wouldn't they um it's up to you the consumer to move on to something else like signal or some other place if for example google if you don't like the fact that they're taking all your data use DuckDuckGo. use something else um, Facebook cloud gaming, gaming, uh, will it take off? It's possible. They need a hit though. They need a hit game. Um, and, uh, I think the ability to play quickly with your friends is a big deal, especially for people of my age range who haven't really played online video games in a long time to get back into it would be kind of easy and convenient to just hop on Facebook, go play some popular game with friends. I don't mind it. You could also probably tell who's playing that game and just hop in. So they do have a competitive advantage in that they have all that data about you and your friends. 
kidfluencers peddling junk food? Of course they are. Because the junk food companies make so much money and they've got the money to pay influencers. And why shouldn't the influencers take that money? Uh, because they can make the argument that kids have their own will and uh, self-control. And uh, it's up to the parents to decide uh, how that rolls out. Now, if you have a 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old that has money and they can make their own decisions, then yeah, there's an argument that it's probably unethical um, to... I don't know, brainwash these kids into thinking it's okay to eat this much. Um, but at the end of the day, you, you just can't, you can't lay it at the feet of the company for advertising their food. Um, I think, even though, um, for those of you that know me and my diet, um, I'm against all that crap. <laughs> I mean, and I will definitely be teaching my kids to be against all of it, but God, you, you have to vote with your dollars. Um, if you don't like McDonald's, if you don't like the meat industry, if you don't like this sort of stuff, duh, you need to be spending differently. Uh, Quibi's dead. 101.75 billion. Hi, yay. Not surprised that it's gone. Farewell, Quibi. YouTube Shorts is a thing. You can check that out. And uh, yeah, Facebook just uh, totally avoiding its. Uh, it doesn't care. Facebook doesn't care. They do not care uh, how people rule um, on certain cases. Um, if they wanted to rule themselves, they would just do it internally. And they will continue to do it internally. But for the cases where they're like, you know what, I don't care if it goes this way or that way. Hey, here's some global board and they can go argue about it for a while. Saves them money and uh, it makes them look good. Which is, you know, something Facebook is doing. Uh, okay. Uh, Esther, in regards to the uh, Facebook article, writes, can they be shooting themselves in the foot? I no longer want any online payments or storage of my info. Will people withdraw? Yeah, I think people have already left Facebook um, for privacy concerns, and I do see that to be continuing to be a trend. So, questions. Uh, if you're joining us for the live show, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, just uh, type in chat. Leave a comment in the YouTube video if you feel this, that, or the other thing. You can email me, oh my gosh, info, info at senditrising.com. You can give us a ring, 702-263-0141. Catch us for the live show, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're also available via podcast, Spotify, iTunes, and many other options. Thank you for swinging on by the show today. Much appreciated. And we will see you for the next exciting installment tomorrow. Bye-bye.